to count down. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm running the sound again. So, I ran the sound for this whole episode. To be like the curtain, I usually do like five seconds of room tone before we, <laughs> so I can do noise cancellation if I need to. And Jerry had that part nailed down, but couldn't figure out how to get her fingers to go down in order. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm a loopy. Welcome to Finding My Yum. Welcome everyone. Oh man. I'm so loopy right now. We have, we have a lot of recordings today. A lot of recordings, no sleep. And uh, play tonight. Shuts so. up the wazoo. Yeah, I have a play tonight, yeah. which this won't be applicable no. when we release this. But it's all good. <laughs> so I did not actually get to be on this recording. No, I had to I run know. out and get my hair cut for oh, yeah. a wedding. It looks good. Thank you. You look good. Appreciate it. We'll tweet out some pics. Um, yeah. But you were telling me a little bit about the guest. Yes, his name is Robert Keniston, and he was lovely. It was a, another gentleman I got to talk to about um, the themes I've been bringing up with men, specifically about like rigid masculinity. Um, he identifies as bisexual, and we talk a lot about bi visibility and um, just his relationship with like dating women and dating men. And one of the interesting things that he said that I I would love to hear your opinion on is. Um, you know, based on his like upbringing and, and uh, background, like he feels like he has to be the alpha in a relationship with a woman. And so we sort of got into this t- conversation about, you know, I think that's a very stereotypical way of looking at male female dynamics, uh, but it's still prevalent. And I'm curious how you feel if that if it feels like something you need to live up to. Yeah, I don't fully know. I think it's almost a case by case basis, but mm-hmm. there definitely is. You know, I less so recently, but I think even up until a couple of years ago, I would still hear things where it's like, oh, even from women, which is like, oh, I really want someone to like be the man in the relationship. I know we're like in a 2016 world, but I really want someone to be like that guy. And so then when I'm not that 2016? guy, a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, even though like, independent woman is great but i still want to have like i need i need the man to be the man in the relationship right. which never really is never it was never part of my like growing up i growing up i never really believed that and yeah. like i i want an equal partner um but i do struggle with that sometimes it's like maybe i should be more like alpha e and maybe mm. then i'll find somebody that i want to be with long term but that it feels uncomfortable to me to to have an unequal split of things so yeah. i don't know yeah, I mean, I think it's like this old antiquated sort of version that of, you know, partnership that I subscribe to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's, you know, delightful parts of both. But yeah, if people can't be equal partners now, I right. think that that is doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't work for me. There are people, you know, I think that those those typical dynamics are very useful but and maybe that's part of it is figuring out what you want out of a relationship Correct. and then trying yeah. to find the person that wants that same kind of thing yeah. yeah yeah instead of i think i think my issue was like i didn't know what i wanted and so i was like well i want whatever the person that wants to be with me mm-hmm. wants and and now mm-hmm. it's more Which like isn't as helpful right yeah 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 but um yeah i mean I, my conversation with robert was just so interesting um and i uh, this he has had more interactions with men than um anybody we've brought in the podcast before so uh yeah, I think he just brings a, a new perspective, and I think you guys are really going to love it. I am looking forward to listening to it yeah. for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling yummy head to toe. You see me. Ain't got no patience, so let's go. You see me. Welcome to Bye. 
Finding My Yum. Yay! I'm so excited. I have Robert Keniston here. He is a designer and actor. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, you were recommended by a previous guest, which mm. is exciting. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to have you here because I, I've been having a couple men come on, um, but you guys are like rare unicorns. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think you have a really interesting backstory and sort of journey to where you are now. And so I'd love to just dive right in. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So um, yeah, tell me about like your upbringing and sort of your like interactions first with like sex and sexuality. Sure. Um, I was um, an only child for most of my life. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, pretty much till uh, my brother came along when I was like 18. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of my interest in men and women, um, up until around 18 or 19, it was mostly women. You know, I had, um, I guess, what you would call girlfriends at that time, you know, young love. And um, around... 19 is when things started to change. I had a, um, a full-time job and there was this um, young lady who worked there, Tiffany, uh, who I just had a massive crush on. Mm -hmm. Like, like I just felt like I was walking on clouds when I saw her, uh, palms would get sweaty. And, and I, and I knew that she took a, um, a break by the mailbox. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and I would go check the mail and I would go check the mail again and go check the mail again. And even see my boss if she was, was there. Yeah, to see yeah. if she was there. Just to just oh, to be I've near done her. That, yeah. yeah. Um, and my boss would be like, You've already I'm like, No, 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 I just need to make sure, you know, just, you know, let, let me no just more mail came. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. <laughs> yeah. And I was um began acting at that time as well. And and so I did a a play down in um Coral Springs. And I was working in the main stage and there was a, um, a, the smaller theater and there was this gentleman, Mark, who I noticed I was having the same reactions. I would felt like a million dollars when I saw him. Yeah. My palms would get sweaty. And so that's kind of where the journey began, where I'm like, OK, this is the first guy that you. This was the first guy that I've ever had, like um, feelings for uh -huh. in, in, in that sense, yeah. you know, and then, of course, came the night that I had a dream about him in, in a mm -hmm. sexual manner. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. This is new. Yeah. Um, and so that, from that point, I, you know, nothing ever happened with Mark. We went on one date and I was incredibly nervous. Yeah. And in fact, when he drove me home, I just, I couldn't look at him. I just, <laughs> my, eye, my eyes were just like on the, on, on the shift. Sure, it's a new, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then from there, I, I, I kind of started exploring and stuff like that. Yeah. So, in terms of your initial interaction with sex and sexuality, mm -hmm. did you have sex education in school? We did. Yeah. Um, I barely remember it, but I remember being shown this, like they pulled us all into the gym and showed us this video of how to test, uh, um, how to self-test for te te uh, testicular cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's. Whoa, that's severe. That was one, I haven't heard that one. That's just one memory I have wow. that's seared in. Because that was awkward. <laughs> we're sitting and we're like, oh. How do you test? How did they tell you? It's basically you lift it up and you move it to one side and you, you grab one testicle and you roll it around. Oh, okay. Because you, you have, to you have any masses. Yes, exactly. Okay. And it was just Oh, my weird God. How old were you? I don't. Oh, God. It, it was... 
probably junior high school. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's what stands out too. I, I can't imagine yeah. it wouldn't. But I, mean, I never. I think I was taught maybe to do like a breast exam on myself right. to see if I had like you know any lumps or something like that. But uh, yeah, and, I don't and, know. and we did have like out. normal class that taught us about the reproductive systems sure. and, and, and stuff an, like that. Anatomy, right? Yeah, anatomy. But there was no like. It, discussion of like communication or relationships or there like was none consent. of that and there was none of that actually that came from my parents either i never okay. really had an official birds and the bees talk uh-huh. I, you know kind of was left to my own devices to to explore so where did you grow up um i grew up in new york oh, um, okay. in queens um and oh, the rockaways basically that's a pretty progressive area yeah, yeah yeah and and it's um you know known it's going through another renaissance i guess you yeah. know like every every um couple of decades uh-huh. and um as in terms of my first like sexual experience like it was probably well, it was when i was 18 i was living in florida and it was um i was a bag boy at a supermarket and she was a cashier yeah you know and it, it, it was interesting because she had a boyfriend but she would sneak over to my house and we would, you know, like she would let me mm-hmm. give her full body massages, mm-hmm. you know, and and kind of navigate and stuff like that. And I did my homework, too. Like I was I was the kid who was like I studied the seven erogenous zones. I studied. like, like Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, where did you get this information? On my own. I was just a curious time, kid. Right? I was just a curious kid. So you went to like a library. I think it was, a, yeah, my, my my memory in general is a bit spotty, so it takes some effort to kind of sure. remember things. Um, but I think I remember reading about a book. It might have also been, it was the early days of the internet. Okay. Um, so I was probably Googling things and just going, hmm. Um, and then so I would try some of that stuff on Heidi, and, and I would get feedback. And I'm like, oh. Oh, that worked. Oh, how funny. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> all, right, all right, neat. <laughs> That's why she came over to your place, because you were knowledgeable. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I wish we were a little bit more, like, emotionally involved, but, you sure. know, she had her boyfriend, and, yeah. and you know, it's... It, it, it was complicated. Yeah. You know, um, but, yeah, I, I had fun. <laughs> so, as you progress, so, uh, did you have an awareness then around what bisexuality was when you were younger, or was there just a dichotomy of, like, straight and gay? Um... I probably didn't really fully embrace the bi label until like my like my late twenties. But were you even aware that it was an option? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Um, in fact, with um, when I met you know when I was starting to have feelings for for Mark, mm-hmm. um, I was like starting to think like oh okay maybe I'm gay you know you know right. um, and see where this goes because that's like the peg that you felt like yeah potentially okay exactly and I'm like okay this is different and then. It, it like between then and my late 20s, it was still back and forth, but um, it really kind of like solidified when I had a summer romance um, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of went to college a little late because um, that helped me move out here to California. Okay. And um, so, you know, I up until that point, I never had like intercourse with a woman. Oh. Um, which most people, all my friends were telling me, well, dude, you're gay. You know, you never had sex with a woman, but you're having sex with men. You're gay. Mm. And I'm like, it doesn't, that doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's so interesting that, like, I feel like our peers always sort of put labels on us as well. Yeah. Which we're like, oh, I I guess. Like, I I guess. Yeah, and especially, 
more than I do. I don't know. Yeah, and especially since I do tend to have moments where I, you know, like my dad likes the joke that I flame up, you know, um, mm-hmm. and I, and so I was like, okay, well, maybe I am or whatever, but I need an answer sure. because I'm still like, you know, I would see, you know, women walking around and I'd be like liking what I see. But yeah. of course, friends were like, well, yeah, gay men like boobs and gay men appreciate the beauty of women. Um, but when I met with um, Elena that summer mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to have my answer. I'm, you know, this is, we're going to go all the way through and then I will know for sure. Yeah. Um, and the first night we had intercourse, legitimately my reaction was, well, that was different. <laughs> Wish it was. I'm yeah. sure. You know, yeah. I was like, and, you know, and then the follow up. Yeah. And then the follow up was, if I'm ever in the mood for that, I guess I'll seek it out. Yeah. Okay. You know? And that's when I kind of knew, you know. And how old were you at that point? I was 28. Okay. Yeah. And so then I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely. So you had only seen men previous to that. Yeah. Because, okay. yeah, because once I had feelings with Mark, um, I lived in um, West Palm Beach. And oh. West Palm Beach had a very small um, gay community. Mm-hmm. And um, like so small that like when a new gay club would open, the previous one would kind of go out of business because oh, everybody moved over, move. you know? That's sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it was like everybody kind of knew anybody. So like if you slept with like one or two people in the city, you basically kind of like slept with everybody. Got it. <laughs> you oh, know? okay. And, and it, I was just exploring, yeah. you know? And, 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 and I guess like I was young, I was good looking, I was getting a lot of attention yeah. and, and, and it was kind of like the road less traveled, you know, like my experience with women up until that point where was, was a bit rocky. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this is easier. Um, let me go ahead and, you know, explore there. Um, but with Elena, it was like, I liked her. You know, we spent the summer together and, and it definitely kind of put that pin in a, like, yeah, I'm definitely not 100% gay. Mm. You know, I am definitely on the, on the, on the spectrum. spectrum somewhere, Yeah. you know? Um, and, and, and nothing really much has happened since, mm. um, for a whole other reasons, you know, um, which, which um, is, I'm not a very confident guy when it comes to women. Um, I'm not comfortable playing the alpha, um, you know, or playing that role that most men are kind of put into. Yeah. And and so I kind of appreciate um, like a stronger woman, you know, like maybe a woman who pursues me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I have had experiences where um, like a woman, like she liked me, like, for example, I was, uh, I used to do murder mystery dinner theater. Oh, yeah. And, um there was this guest who was sitting across the table from me mm-hmm. and it was clear we were, you know, hitting it off. And after the show, we do our meet and greets and she walked right up to me mm-hmm. and was like, hi, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, whoa, wow, um, this is unusual. And yeah. that led to us talking, have a great chat. And I was smart enough to realize, you know, let's play the ping pong, you know, game here. Yeah. And I was enjoying it. And we ended up making out for a little bit. But, you know, we were in Culver City. I live in Burbank, and there was no way the the mojo was going to be staying, you know, <laughs> in the air. The L.A. Yeah. The trials of living in Los <laughs> and, Angeles. And she she was visiting a friend, and she legit, she you know was very honest about like I'm just looking to have fun for a night, and I'm like I respect that. Sure. You know, um, so sorry I, I feel like I got a little bit off base there, okay. but it's mainly because like I'm not very confident, like you know. Um, well, I think it's interesting. Does it? I don't know if this resonates with you at all, but I think this idea of like masculinity mm-hmm. um, is pretty limiting in terms of like what it allows you to do. And I actually think on both sides of the spectrum, right? Like 
if you're straight or gay, like mm-hmm. mas- like there is a masculine component to it. Even if you're more on the feminine side of like, yeah. there, there's still like this testosterone sort of like, you know, I don't know, you like men have sex differently. Like yeah. they're, they're, it, it can be quicker. It can be, I feel like in public, there's like, there's just different rules and different interactions. Whereas like with women, those are potentials, but not as likely. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know a lot of women that have sex in like a sauna or something like that, or, <laughs> you know, but I, I do wonder, you know, this idea of like this confidence where you feel like you have to be an alpha. Like yeah. I'm curious where you think that comes from because in my experience, that's not necessarily true. That's a very like sort of antiquated idea of like what the ma- like the male's role and the female's role typically, you know? Well, it definitely leans into um, archaic tropes of mm-hmm. me- what it means to be a man and yeah. what it means to be a woman. Um, I've explained it to friends in, in this sense. It's like if, if, if we're going to lean into stereotypes for just a brief moment, yeah. you know, when, when most women are like, I want a man who takes care of me, who makes me feel secure, who's a protector. Mm-hmm. And I've said, you know, when it, when it comes to me and my relationship with women, it's the opposite. Yeah. I want her to be my protector. I want her to be, um, you know, t- to take care of me. And, and part of that also comes into the idea of, um, you know, in the bedroom, being afraid to make the wrong move mm. as well, you know, and having, you know, dealing with maybe miscommunication. So so that's interesting. I, what does that mean? Because I, I, you know, I think th- there's this big component that um, is part of the reason that I've really been wanting to talk to men is like, you know, the Me Too movement mm-hmm. is ongoing. Yeah. Um, and time is certainly up. But I think there's this component that we're, like maybe now starting to click into of like the conversations that we're having Mm -hmm. and the things that are coming up some of it yes no means fucking no and that should be very clear yeah but also like we were just talking about in terms of sex education like there is no method for talking to men and women about consent about communication yeah that like communication in sex is very sexy and can like enhance the experience because then both people aren't trying to read each other's minds yeah um so what's because like do you feel then when when you're with men that there isn't a communication issue Well, communication is the key component. Yeah. And you have verbal and nonverbal communication. Correct. Um, and in in, I think my fear of being intimate with a woman in that way probably deals a little bit with my experience um, with Heidi. You know, I had this, you know, I had her coming over behind her boyfriend's back, mm. you know, and the messages that that kind of instilled. Sure. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the environment I grew up in. I grew up in a, in a house of domestic violence, mm. um, literally hearing my mother getting beat, uh-huh. you know, beyond the walls of my bedroom. So it's like it's I have this um, I don't want to hurt women. I see. You know, okay. so so it's like. I'm very like I, I I guess I need that permission like it's okay to touch me like I I legitimately need that verbal like it's okay to do this it's okay to do that mm-hmm. which I think might be a good idea for any relationship Yeah I was just going to say <laughs> I don't think that that's necessarily a problem and it's it can like be both very, of you are like yes I want you to touch me now Yeah and and yes. it can be very sexy like hey yeah, honey come into the bedroom right now why just come in here Yeah you know and then do this you know and it's it's um but with the um, like, I'm kind of losing track. The plane kind of took off at the moment. I 
<laughs> no, um, you're good. Yeah, I was talking about like communication in terms of like. Well, I think I okay. So when you do the plane just came back. Um, we landed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not you. You can't just have communication at the beginning. Right. Of the act, you have to constantly be checking in with your partner. Absolutely. And. Yeah, you can send very clear nonverbal cues, but you could also, you know, whether you're for or against. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of both partners being um, being aware of that, you know, um, and and kind of keeping that 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 veil up so you don't get wrapped up in the moment and stuff like that, you know. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, I get. I think it's just this interesting dichotomy then of. I mean, obviously, like your past makes complete sense that it, you like that women might. Yeah, that there needs to be more communication. Yeah. Uh, I'm just interested, like in terms of then dealing with men. I mean, you tr- you tried on like the gay hat, right? right and yeah. it didn't quite fit, but no. you sort of were in that modality for. A decade, it seems like. For a like. while. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I often tell friends, I'm like, I'm actually like, I'm a bisexual man living the gay lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Because I've slept with, you know, like most of my partners have been men mm-hmm. and the record uh, with women, not really much. So, you know, anybody who doesn't know me can go, well, look, you know, based on your record, you're clearly you're gay. Which is like and I'm so like, inaccurate <laughs> <laughs> that we could read anybody by any yeah. measure other than what But they when say. I look at the bi pride flag, like I'm like, yeah, that fits. Yeah. Yeah, that that I, I feel like I belong to the to to those colors. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, yeah, so there yes, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so like I'm curious in terms of so when you're talking about rigid masculinity and sort of this alpha nature that you feel like you have to present with women that's more difficult for you is that easy with men or okay yeah so you you feel like you exhibit you're that type with men totally so interesting yeah so if if I have a boyfriend I'm the alpha Hmm. like I'm 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 the leader I'm driving the car yeah um I can tell like like with women the one the, the women's like I'm, I'm okay with them driving the car. In fact, I joke. I'm like, if a woman can change the tire on her own car, that's hot. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I. I and mean, I, we all should be able to. And yeah, yeah, especially in LA. Can, <laughs> but it's like, um, and I also find it interesting because the men I tend to be attracted to tend to be a bit feminine in look and in, in nature, mm. and the women I tend to be attracted to tend to be a bit masculine in yeah. energy and, 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 and in favor. Yeah. Um, and androgyny is incredibly um, fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever explored the term of, like, pansexual in terms... I know that's a new term that's yeah. being used for um, for bisexuality, but it doesn't apply. It, it, it broadens it to... It broadens it to trans... Yeah. Um, yeah, and non-binary individuals. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've definitely have um, considered that, you know, because Put it's like... On. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I've had... Uh, I think my last boyfriend in Florida was very feminine, mm. And I encouraged him to try drag one time. Mm-hmm. And when he dressed up for the first time, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Like, beautiful. And yeah. I've dated a drag queen before. Like, in my 20s, I dated a, um, a, a drag queen who's pretty well known in South Florida. And yeah. Beautiful man. Beautiful woman mm-hmm. in the same body. And I'm yeah. like, it's like the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, I think what's super exciting about being alive today is that there are so many 
more options. Yeah. And you don't even necessarily have to define at all, you know, like other people would like to label everybody because I mm-hmm. think it's a comfort. I've said this numerous times, but it's like a comfort. If I can label somebody else, I don't have to deal with the own my own shit going on in right. my body, you know. But um, yeah, like the, the fact that there are all these like options, it's very nice. Um, it's also a shorthand, you know, yeah. sometimes to kind of just, you know, consolidate things like i've had um a gay friend who thought who didn't think that i was you know bi and lying to myself Mm -hmm. or the basically the 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 common things that bisexual men get told which is probably why they're not out as much as women is because like a woman comes out and says i'm bisexual people they lean in they go oh really tell me more like they get interested and when a guy comes out and says i'm bisexual they're like oh no dude you're really gay you're just confused or whatever it's like no which is not fair no it isn't yeah you know and i and i and i wish um like there was more um representation of bi men and bi stories in television and and i know there are bi characters out there um slowly 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 um and most of them tend to be women um yes i mean like I was on the website for Outfest, and I kind of filtered all the films that were labeled under pansexual and, mm. and bisexual. Yeah. And just by the thumbnails um, provided, I'm like, that's about two women. That's about two women. That's about two women. Oh, that one might be about two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I mean, I would love to have, you know, a superhero. I mean, Catwoman is bisexual, you yeah. know, um, and Batwoman. Yeah. And I'm like, can we she's get like. She's so hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, she's like I saw the trailer, and I'm like, on. that's planet earth yeah and i'm like where are the anybody who wouldn't fuck her is lying to themselves yeah that's absolutely true <laughs> in the most respectful way. even gay guys would be like um yeah, I'm oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah i'll go yeah. straight for oh, for a night yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but i'm like you know where are the uh where are the bisexual like superheroes um mm-hmm. and we almost got there on gotham which right. i was really excited about with riddler and penguin because mm-hmm. they definitely they made penguin gay and then there was like for one season there was like a romance building between Penguin and Riddler, and I'm like, mm. oh, are they gonna make Riddler bisexual? Yeah. Because the actor who plays him is queer, and like I'm, you know, I was like, it would make total sense to have a character like Riddler be bisexual. Yeah, it would actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then of course they didn't go that you yeah. know, that route. And I'm like, oh, missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. Bi visibility has come up quite a bit, and I and I think you're absolutely right. I think you mentioned before that there were two men holding by flags. Yeah, I didn't see many men um, at um, L.A. Pride, Pride Parade. you know, uh, mm-hmm. waving the by Pride flags. I saw plenty of women. Yeah. But I was like, I know you guys are here. Right. <laughs> and I and I, I do think that that it has something to do with, honestly, like these two boxes, these like rigid boxes that we've yep. carved out for men and that like you basically need to present in the same way. And yeah. you, it just depends on who you're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very it's like if, 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 limiting. If, if you in any Anyway, sleep with a guy yeah. and you're feminine. Yes, and you're gay. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like, y- no. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember one time I hooked up with a with a guy, um, and he was bi. And, you know, we had a little conversation afterwards. Um, and he told me he like because sometimes like you could be like eighty percent men, twenty percent women, or you know, vice versa, or somewhere in between. Yeah. And he's like, I have a girlfriend, mm. you know, and I was like, okay um and he's like you know but with her you know i'm I'm the alpha i'm the masculine and and i have to play that role and he's like with guys i don't have to do that interesting and i found that 
fascinating yeah. that he just wanted to take a break from living the stereotype that men are expected to, you know, be Which tough. Which is so and stuff. sad because yeah. I, I think like, you know, men are humans and like yeah. you have all the facets of emotion and um, that there are so many opportunities that we have now to really explore that and allow yeah. men to grow up in a different space. Because I think truthfully, there would be so much less violence. Yes. If men were able to express, express in the way that they wanted to authentically. Yeah, exactly. And not worry about being judged yes. as weak. And all of a sudden gay. Yeah. Like because you and, and I mean, I've brought this up before, but like historically speaking, men interacting and having sexual like any kind of interaction with other men is not uncommon. Like you look yeah. at Greek society is you look at even Mexican society. Like we in America made it taboo. Whereas like in Mexico, if you weren't being quote unquote penetrated, yeah. you weren't gay. Right. So there's like these like silly lines that we draw yeah. that like really limit people in their I, abilities I, to live. I would love if we can get to a place where two straight guys can like, be close to each other watching a movie and maybe like you know one has his head on his friend's chest mm -hmm. or they're just spooning or whatever without no sex without yeah. sexual interaction they're just comforting each other because maybe the one guy broke up with his girlfriend right. and he's like hey bro i'll take care of you right like and women just do watching the movie. yeah because honestly like if i've learned anything from this podcast it's that we all just want connection and touch and yep. and touch is actually proven to like diminish yep. depression and anxiety and you know like we are social creatures by yep. nature um but one thing about the visibility is that the new there's two new reality shows mm -hmm. that one on the UK and one um on MTV and they are by dating shows Ooh. Yeah, which is amazing, um, which I brought up off mic. But I think like that's such a cool sort of small step forward. Exactly. You know? Yeah. 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 And I think um, just showing how how normal, you know, because it is normal. Yeah, it is know? normal. And just be like, you know, I mean, you can have a little fun with it and you know, like confuse your friends. Be like, yeah, so, uh, you know, my girlfriend and then, oh, yeah, my boyfriend. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but I'm glad that, you know, that they have these. These dating shows, um, you know, I think they're kind of like bachelor style or yeah, or, or something. Well, that, I I mean the the gay the what am I thinking of? Like the catch of yeah. it, like the the way that they're I think promoting it is like everybody can be into everybody, you know, which yeah, feels like salacious, but also not. And I could see real. certain <laughs> sectors of of communities having problem with that, but yeah. You know, you could also flip it in a, you know, in a, like the way I see it is love is love. Yeah, it is. It doesn't matter what the parts are. I mean, are. that's it's been just, a, that slogan for gay rights. Yeah. You know? Love is love. Like, yeah. And that's what I explained to my friends when I was first explaining to them about my attractions. It's like, I'm not attracted to the bits and pieces, although the bits and pieces are nice. Yeah. I'm attracted to the person. And if that person happens to be a man, great. If it happens to be a woman, Okay, cool. Right. You know, like it's it love is love. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of what partnership looks like for you or what you're looking for moving forward, mm -hmm. what how do you see it or what do you envision? Well, I've definitely sowed my wild oats. I'm <laughs> like I, I I've got so many notches on a bedpost that I need to buy a new frame. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's good. You know, it's funny. It's side <laughs> tangent. I was talking to somebody and they were like, oh, I, I didn't sleep with anybody new. So my number didn't go up. And I was like, that <laughs> fucking sucks. I was like, get that number up there. Yeah, At yeah. this point, I'm like, 
I don't know. I used to have be very self-conscious about that and be like proud that my number was like under 10. And now I'm just like, Ugh. but but now I have I've only experienced that many people. That's boring. <laughs> yeah, as long as I mean I like I say this as long as you keep it in a healthy framework. Sure, because for me, safe, it, yeah, you know, and you're being tested, safe and getting having tested, having communications about health. Yes, exactly. And 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 so um, for me, it, it it was getting to a point where it was starting to not be a healthy lifestyle. But mm. I've definitely have had my fun. Yeah. And anytime I meet a young person and you know like or in the past like I, I'm like have your fun. Be safe about it. Right. But experiment, explore, find out what you like, what you don't like, communicate, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and my understanding is is that's kind of the general rule is, is in fact, they, they they tend to have like friends with benefits or something. Yeah. Which is kind of nice to hear. It's yeah. like, yeah, I got a friend who I cuddle with. Like I got a friend right. who I, you know. Yeah. I'm like, that's a good plan. Yeah. You know, um, but moving forward, I'm, I'm definitely interested in selling down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have friends who think i'll settle down with a woman or a man i'm open to both um, so you want to settle same time. down with one person <laughs> yes yeah i'm not i'm not um i'm not interested in, in in like you know being involved with a man and woman at the same time okay um which is something that i know that may, many people think about bisexuals it's like they can't be monogamous and we, we can mm-hmm. you know um and and so that i'm looking for one person who like you know, I can come home and like talk about my day or just be lazy with and, and, and chat. You know, I'm an introvert, so I do kind of hope to maybe find someone who's a little bit of a extrovert who like like the number one. If I was if I were, if I were to make a list of like, you know, you know how people make lists of like, yeah. oh, they have to do that. The number one thing on my list is they, you know, someone who loves to travel. Because uh-huh. I would love to have someone to travel with, yeah, you know, and someone who knows how to buy the tickets and plan and and be like, we're gonna go, you know. Um, in fact, a couple of years ago, did meet a woman who I really liked. Um, she's cool. I can, you know, whatever. And then of course she goes and moves to Australia. Oh god! Well, <laughs> she did love to travel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like somebody who definitely likes to travel. Um, and so it's just based on the person. It's the person it's the and person. how they make me feel. Got it. You know, if they make me yeah. feel grounded, because I tend to be a bit anxious, and so mm. if they make me feel grounded, and 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 um, secure. Yeah. Um. And, you know, maybe, you know, pushes me out of my comfort zone a little bit. That's that. That'd be great. Do you see like traditional marriage? Like, I don't see it sudden. Like, I don't see it in the in the near future. Sometimes Hmm. I wonder if I'm built to be more of a lone wolf kind of person. Um, But I'm open to being proved. Great. Yeah. But I'm open to being proven wrong. Yeah. Um, So I don't see marriage um, in the near future. Yeah. Um, But something like kids is starting to kind of nip at the edges yeah yeah okay. yeah i'm seeing them run around i'm like man it'd be nice to teach Have them how to be a person and <laughs> yeah right. yeah yeah you know that bug has not bitten me yet uh-huh. and i think it's gonna take quite a while <laughs> yeah it took a while for me it's starting to i mean i'm i'll be 40 something you know later <laughs> this year <laughs> and um it's just now starting to nibble of yeah. like oh i see you know i see the reason why yeah why they, they could be fun yeah but i want to make sure that i take care of the child inside myself first before yeah. i take care take care of one outside of me absolutely yeah. well this has been delightful thank yeah. you for sharing so vulnerably and openly oh, and um bringing you. all yourself uh yeah you've added so wonderfully to this conversation i, I hope so you. yeah i hope so yeah thank you for having me yeah yay Woo. yay robert yay robert 
Uh, somebody forgot to give us five seconds of room tone, but that's okay. I don't usually <laughs> <laughs> just call it back to the beginning of this episode. Oh, you guys are failing. I should not be in control. <laughs> You're doing a great job. I just want to jump on it. Job, I'm excited. I was sure. excited about this interview. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to squash that. Yay, Robert. Yay, Robert. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Rate, review, or subscribe. Take it away, Will. You want me to do it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, rate, review, review, subscribe. You can find us on social media channels at Finding My Yum Podcast, both on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, like us, follow us, share us with friends, put us in your Instagram story. Ooh, That'd be cool. I like that. Uh, send us an email at findingmyyum at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be a guest, reach out. If you yeah. know someone who maybe should be, uh, check with them first and then reach out because, you know, <laughs> consent. Be nice otherwise. Exactly. Um, yeah, send us questions. Yay! Uh, stay fun. Keep we listening. love you. Bye. Next time.